What's up everybody, it's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, standing for At Least We Try Gaming. I am your boy again, Flash, from <laughs> Malachi36, here with Mill Dewey Carrot for episode 70, man. How are you doing today? Life. Can't complain. Can't complain. Make that money. Make that shmoney. Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Uh... <laughs> Um, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we again we want to appreciate you guys for tuning in and for hanging out with us on our on this long endeavor through 2021 of us streaming and just being stupid, but also having fun and give you guys gaming news and our thoughts about them and all that good stuff. Um, this, the way that we and I just, I don't think I've ever really explained this, and I want to make sure that this is explained for the general public, as uh, especially if you guys are watching on. Uh, anchor and wondering like why are we still in season one what, when is season two going to happen season two is going to happen when 2022 st starts all right so so every episode is just counting up until the end of 2021 and then january that first alt things gaming that's going to happen is going to be episode one of season two for alt things game and then we're just going to move on to that annually uh, for as long as we can as long as we want to uh, as long as we can go um so yeah, so with that being said, we also appreciate our Spotify listeners and again, anyone that supports us on Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, all that good stuff. Uh, Mildew Carrot, how have you been? What have you been playing? What's what's new with you in the gaming world? Oh, not much. Just uh, I had to take a break from it for a bit because I played too much Civ Six recently. I kind of jumped back into that and... Let me just tell you, those AIs, when you go up in difficulty, are not nice to you. They can be very mean. I believe um, it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but uh, I finally got some wins in, and I was like, you know what? I got to stop because I went about 12 hours <laughs> without eating or drinking. Ooh, that's uh, so, good. yeah, I was like, mm, <laughs> I'll take a step back here. Um, so, but other than that, you know, just been having fun, chillaxing, gaming, gonna probably pick up some. Uh, of my uh, die young here uh, coming soon, and try and get through that. So, and yeah, just enjoying it. Waiting for another Steam sale for sure. Yeah, that's actually the last story that we have on today. So, if you guys are wanting to look for those Steam sales Shut and up. deals, yep, there you go. It's not like you have the dock or anything. You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if you guys want to know more about those, <laughs> know more about those deals, you guys want to stick around for it. We got a lot of stories and news to cover today. Full disclaimer: If uh, Mildewy Care disconnects, is because the system is uh, uh, restarting. Um, after the update, the Java update, and if that does happen, you guys will hear about my meals until he gets back. Uh, but until uh, then, we're just going to go ahead and try to blow through some of these news and give you guys some good updates because, again, there, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch new plan disaster. We're going to be talking about the play, the unexpected PlayStation event that's happening tomorrow, and we're also going to talk about uh, for more Horizon Forbidden West and more because, again, this is At Least We Try Gaming where we, again, we, every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we give you guys a little rundown, breakdown, thoughts, gaming news, all that good stuff. So starting off with story number one. You mean the planned disaster? That was a planned disaster. Yeah, the planned. So before I even read this, because again, <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from two different sources. There's an A and a B. There is one from Ethan Gotch from uh, Kotaku, and then Connor Sheridan from Games Radar. Both of them don't really have exactly the greatest news to put on the Nintendo Switch event. I we talked about this a little bit off stream, and to be to be completely honest with you, I kind of saw this coming. Like I wasn't expecting anything crazy 
to uh, now. All right, all right, all right. Let me backtrack a little bit. Let me be nice. Let me be nice. Okay. <laughs> um. So when new plans, software, and everything like that first hit the stream, it's expected that it's going to have some bugs. It's expected that it's going to have some issues and some delays. That's just hu- normal human nature, and that we learn from that. We try to progress on that. That's why patches exist. All right. This, to me, in my personal opinion, was a disaster from the get-go because there was no mention of a remaster. Um, th- there, there was nothing that was unique about this other than you could just play your Nintendo uh, 64 games on your Switch portably. That is it, as well as like their incorporated online play. Why is that, to me, why would that be worth the, the, the increase by 30 bucks from the normal annual plan? In value, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Because that's your childhood you're getting. No, no, they're they are profiting off of the nostalgia heavily. I'm not saying (laughs) that you can't profit on nostalgia because Final Fantasy VII did that for me with the Seven Remake. Even though technically they're really two entirely different games, but still it tugged on my heartstrings because that's such an important game to me, and it looks they've done something with it. It looks stellar. Looks amazing. This is literally taking the same exact game that you probably paid full price for. And just bring it at the current use now that you don't even own the game. You're just streaming it for as long as you have the service. So, I digress. But anyway, going on over to uh, part <laughs> one uh, of this is that Ethan Gotch from Kotaku quotes, Nintendo 64 games finally become officially playable on Nintendo Switch online last night and they run dot 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 less than stellar. Almost immediately, social media starts filling up with examples of technical shortcomings, em- uh, em- emulation woes, and the button layouts that provoke. Oh yeah, that was another thing which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, the button layouts that are that uh, the button layouts that prove there is no god. <laughs> I did not read. <laughs> Uh, he was saying it was going to say no good, but he's yeah, like, nope. They're yeah, like, no, had, there's no god. Yeah, I read the read that. I co- read that a couple times. I'm like, wow, okay. It once again calls into question what exactly are people getting in exchange for the Switch Online's new premium price tier. To recap, Nintendo announced the expansion pack for the existing $20 a year Switch Online subscription service back in twenty uh, in September, quietly revealing the price only recently during the Animal Crossing New Horizons Direct. In exchange for upgrading to a $50 a year, uh, uh, to $50 a year, players get access to nine Nintendo 64 games, 14 Sega Genesis games, and the upcoming Happy Home Paradise DLC for uh, New Horizons. Uh, more than du- doubling the price of the subscri- subscription seemed a bit ridiculous, but at the same time, people really wanted to play The Legend of Zelda or Ocarina of Time on their portable Switches. Fast forward to a little over a week after their price reveal, it looks like Ocarina of Time and later uh, and other late 90s games are running less than perfectly on the modern hardware. Uh, Speedrunner ZFG1 shared a collection of screenshots comparing the, the game's infamous Water Temple across the, the original 64, um, the Wii U Virtual Console, and the latest version of the game. Fog, draw distances, and water textures are all worse on the Switch versions. Quote, it might actually be worse than the Wii U VC, end quote, VFG1 wrote on Twitter. That's part one. Let's go to part two, and then I'm going to give the mic to you because I'm already getting that hot. I'm already at that danger level, but let's go ahead and go on over to, let's see what Connor has to say from Graham's Radar. 
It says, Nintendo Switch Online N64 games have gone live, but the way to play classic games hasn't made the transition entirely without issue. The set, the new set of nine games went live via latest uh, Nintendo Switch system update earlier today, and Eurogamer immediately noticed some issues upon putting them on their paces, uh, through their paces. One of the most uh, one of the most glaring issues come from Mario Kart 64, which repeatedly displays a warning message that it won't be able to save ghost data. Parentheses that is a playthrough of the previous races, which uh, you can more directly compete against. End parentheses without an N64 controller pack. <laughs> this is an authentic error to the original version of the game, but there's not much players can do with that if they're playing on the Switch. This is probably the first uh, time many people people playing have even thought about the now forgotten concept of dedicated memory cards for game saves, or at least the first time in a decade or so. The way the only way to fix the issue will be Nintendo to make some tweaks to how it handles emulating Super Mario 64 on Switch and Story. So I'm going to shut up right now, and I'm going to give it on over to you, Mildewy. So you you're talking about the poorly the poor performance of this of this port this porting, and then you're also talking about which is the part two talking about <laughs> a specific game that is giving you an error message saying hey you can't save your game you can't play X Y and Z because you don't have an N sixty four pack but you're playing on the Switch. Enlighten me, oh wise man. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they just did a copy and paste of the whole base coding. They and copied and pasted it, dude. <laughs> like, first off, the biggest notification of that is saying you don't have the N64 pack thing, which means it's not reading right. So they didn't go in and try and change anything. Any coding to direct in, which, to be honest, is kind of odd that they... I thought that they had this. Or just, so this is me saying I thought that they had this. Obviously, they had nothing. <laughs> because... You're talking about an old, old game engine here, and you would think that they were already written into where the newer, the newer graphics cards could handle it, and to where the newer systems could save with it and interact with it. Obviously, they didn't know that. The crashes with the games and all, and saying it looks worse and better, is because a lot of times it's with the evolution of the technology. You know, that's why a lot of times when you see PC games, these old games that people have, they can't play unless they emulate a certain system because it won't work on the newer ones because they don't have either features that were written into the older systems are no longer written now that are outdated. Um, graphics cards won't be able to handle the graphics because they're either A, too powerful for it, like they have no way of like really toning it down and going back that far because we're talking like old, almost like 18, 8, 16, you know, bit pixels or, you know, very low color schemes, um, RGB colors. You know, nowadays we're used to this just boom, like the whole spectrum of everything with the, um, I forgot the naming of it. It's like FFAA or something like that. It's, it's, it's a hashtag number coding system they use for like the whole spectrum of colorations that you can get now plus more. Like, it, it surprises me that they did not take any of these steps. They just did a full copy and paste to try and get money out of it. So, <laughs> it's it's also bad when they say it works better on the old Wii system, which no one really liked, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Nintendo, I don't know what you guys are doing over there, but I it's not working, guys. <laughs> I do, I do you're, making wanna... a lot of people, you're making a lot of people upset is what you're doing, you know? 
Um, I do, I do want to throw something out. I did want to throw out something out here. I just went ahead and looked it up, and the, I guess there are apparently seven Nintendo consoles, including the Switch, that are currently out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go through. I went to uh, the Wikipedia, Wikipedia, and here's are all the versions of Nintendo that's out. Color TV game. That was a 1977 game. Uh, con- that was a home console. Then you had Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Nintendo GameCube, Wii, Wii U, and then the Switch. Going on over to the handheld version, you have Game & Watch Series. Then you have Game Boy, Virtual Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch, and Nintendo Switch Lite. And that's not, of course, not cotton the OLED. Um, when I'm looking through this, I do a quick scan. Nintendo 64 came out in 1996. All right, that's when it came out. So everything that came out after that was Nintendo GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U. Uh, we're go- we're going to include the Switch, so that was that was in there after that. Um, we have 1996. So Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. DS, 3DS, and that's it. So that's eight consoles that came out after, after the Nintendo Switch. I mean, after the N64 came out, right? I don't understand why. The, <laughs> I don't understand why they're not taking that into consideration. You can't just simply copy and paste something that is eight generations old. Eight. Eight. <laughs> yep. Ultra. I don't get it. I don't get it. So I don't know. There's a, there's, and that's that's kind of what I felt like was going to happen. That's why I've been even if you guys listen to podcasts uh, before this with us, um, which you guys are encouraged to take a look at on our Twitch or YouTube. On Twitch, it might be a little like archived now, but if you guys go to YouTube, just type in ALWT Gaming or at least we try gaming. You guys will see our archive uh, our history there. You guys will see that I wasn't on board with this from the get go because. They're not doing anything special here. They're literally copying the N64 era games and just putting it on today's consoles, expecting you to pay 30 bucks more annually not to only own not to own the game. I, I disagree with that. I'm not with that. I agree with you. Not only that, but the last comment made by um, Connor about they need to the only fix of issue would be to make some tweaks to how to handle emulating Super Mario 64 on Switch, like so tweaking how they would emulate the engine. I'm my thing about that is Nintendo has been very anti-emulating. Oh, very. They've been very anti-emulating. Yeah. So the fact that you're telling them they need to fix their emulation capabilities kind of shows that. I feel like it's not going to work because they obviously missed a lot of stuff when even incorporating these games into it. Like we said, you know, where they said, you know, you don't have the N64 systems to save. It's like they they didn't care initially when they did this. Unless this is a big miss and drop and they apologize for it, I don't think we'll see too much of a fix at all. Uh, at least I feel like it because they just, they are very, very anti-emulating. I I I I agree with ninety percent of what you said. I think that the only way that they're going to fix it is that if this affects the vast majority of the people that got it, and ninety percent of them are pissed off. 
I think that's the only way they're going to be like, all right, well, we're going to lose money from this. Let's go ahead and do because that's what they did here. Let's be let's be real. It's an organization at the end of the day. They just they just gave you the absolute bare minimum. So that way they can make a profit from barely doing anything. That's what they did. I mean, because because again, you have other you have other organizations and ind- independent uh, workers and uh, technicians and stuff that make em- uh, emulation systems that do better than what Nintendo already tried to do. Like this mm-hmm. has been around, and of course, if Nintendo gets a hold on it, then they put a lawsuit on theirs or have them take it off, uh, like take it down. So obviously, they've been, as you mentioned, they're super anti emulation, but it's just like. Those with the Nintendo game for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, and that's that's the thing is that it, it's one thing if that never existed. And this is the first attempt. Then I'd be like, okay, that makes a little sense. People have already been doing this legally and Ill- illegally, mainly illegally because you already know if it's not if Nintendo doesn't approve it, it's a no go. There's a lot of stuff so. where I saw beforehand where people were trying to make like you know just to kind of point out the fact that people were making their own version of, like, Pokemon games in a way. Like, yeah. so they're not being, like, an actual Pokemon game, but they still shut them down mm-hmm. because they are just that against, like, people trying to mimic, copy, or even emulate. It's, it's ridiculous, and they're just going to do what they're going to do. You know, so to Nintendo, I guess, good job on, you know, ruining people's childhood again. <laughs> no, people, I mean, it's, it, it, at the end of the day, if they, if they patch this and at least make it in a decent working standpoint for some people this is still enough for me it's not even close to enough they need to remaster mm-hmm. these games and do something major with this like i don't because this that's all it is is just bring it n64 to the current gen consoles that is all they did with with the addition of of uh online play like go ahead and give me some voice support so i can actually talk with you versus having to do a discord chat or, or call you you know what i mean give me that at least I don't know. Yep, I can agree with that. Or at least, you know, hey, you know, it's like I understand the past, but like, where's the GameCube games? Exactly. Like, give me, give like, me that bloody nine roar. Balls, nine Ball said it beforehand. Give me some Metroid. Bring mm-hmm. out that Metroid stuff. You know, get us ready for when four comes out. If you're even working on it still. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, man. It's a shame. But what's not a shame is what. There's if, our hate. <laughs> it is a shame but it's not a shame if you guys had clicked on this you probably did because if you're on youtube you probably noticed the thumbnail and that is the unexpected state of play um which is story number two uh gabe gerwin from GameSpot quotes sony will be holding the next playstation state of play presentation essentially its version of the nintendo direct on october 27th which is tomorrow this is roughly a 20-minute presentation that will be focused on third-party partners for both PS4 and PS5, and you'll be able to watch the whole thing right as soon as it airs. Here's how to watch the play this, uh, the State of Play stream. You guys can go to the GameSpot article for that. The next uh, State of Play presentation will air on Wednesday. It's all there. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is fairly uh, this is fairly standard for Sony, which doesn't usually do presentations in the morning like Nintendo does. To watch the presentation, you can go to the official PlayStation Twitter, uh, Twitch, or YouTube channels, and the stream is also embedded below, which is also on the GameSpot page. Uh, so, what could be shown at this presentation? Well, don't get your hopes up for first-party games like God of War Ragnarok or Horizon Forbidden West. You shouldn't also uh, you shouldn't expect too many brand new game announcements, as Sony says it will mostly focus on previously revealed games. That could mean a new look at games like Final Fantasy 16 or possibly upcoming Grand Theft Auto trilogy collection. However, there will be quote a few reveals end quote from third-party partners. What those will be remains a mystery. 
end story. So here's the thing. As much, all right, so we haven't heard anything about Final Fantasy 16. I know I talk about this all year long. We haven't heard about anything about Final Fantasy 16. This is a little glimpse of it, and I guess there's another article saying that, oh, well, we might get something because Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Square Enix had updated their website that has the Final Fantasy information on there. I beg to differ. I <laughs> I would love Final Fantasy 16 to show up t- tomorrow. In my semi-professional opinion, there's no way this is showing up tomorrow. There's no way this is showing up tomorrow. It's too small of a showcase to show something that huge and that that anticipated. There's absolutely no way this is showing up tomorrow. I think that this. Uh, I think if anything, the earliest we would see Final Fantasy 16, which is not looking good for my fantasy gaming league, by the way. But um, the <laughs> earliest, <laughs> the earliest that we'll see Final Fantasy 16 is probably going to be at this uh, at the video game awards. That's when I think we'll see it. I don't think we're going to see it tomorrow. You have any thoughts about that? I have to kind of agree. I, I feel like a state of a play is too much, is, is too short and too fast for it. I feel like the big announcement would be probably a VGA, unless they're that desperate, you know. I don't know. If, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I don't, I don't think it would be a desperate move, but I don't think it would be the right move because it's just like mm-hmm. th- this has been a rumored game for so long. People have been wanting this. He's shown it at, this, at the event last year, and that was the only information we had about it. So, I think at this point, if you want to get some promotional out there, you put it on the same platform with Jeff Keighley, and that would be something that's very similar to Summer Game Fest, which in this case, he runs VGAs, and at, at the past Summer Game Fest, he showed off Elden Ring, So that's and Final Fantasy sixteen is to that same caliber. Like, it's up there on the same uh, degree, so I do think that it could be at VGAs. I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I'll be shocked. I'll be happy if it's tomorrow. But um, I don't think it will be. What I do think we'll see, which also, side note, by the way, we are going to be uh, streaming our reaction to that tomorrow. Uh, the the reactors to that, I'm going to be there. Um, but every, by everybody else for ALWT Gaming right now is still pending. Um, as we are seeing, uh, you might see this lovely, handsome of a gentleman right over here uh, pop up. Yep, yep, I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, but if not, then uh, then yeah, like I said, it's, it'll, it'll be me and, and possibly a special guest. We'll have a good time. We're going to watch some uh, what PlayStation has to offer. But what I do think that we might see is I think we're going to see Blood Hunt. That hmm. uh, the the Vampire the Masquerade uh, uh, Battle Royale, whatever. I think we're going to see some of that. Uh, they did mention that we're going to see some Little Devil inside. So we're going to see a little bit of that. Um, and I think we're going to see some Stray. I think they're going to show that there. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of any other third-party games that they showed at the PlayStation event. But I do think that we might see Blood Hunt. And I do think that we might see Little... Uh, Li- well, I know we're going to see the Little Devil inside. And I think we might see Stray. Um, new IPs that is on the table. We might see... We're going to see something new. I don't know how many new things we're going to see. But yeah, uh, if they, I'm telling you, man, if they come out with a bloody roar or the bouncer or something like that, I will be ecstatic. Also, on top of that, going back to the Final Fantasy 16 conversation, would you even consider, like, the studio is not a PlayStation exclusive, but the game is because that's a console exclusive and it's coming to PC. 
So would you even? So with that being said, would that even? That's even more reason why I'm thinking that's not going to be here because this is supposed to be highlighting third party games. That's something that's going to be mm-hmm. on everything. So, and of course, Nine Ball is in the chat saying maybe Silent Hill. Get out of here, Nine Ball. It's not going to be. <laughs> it's not going to be no Silent Hill, man. <laughs> Nine Ball. Glad you could catch us on your break there, buddy. Um, I would love a Silent Hill announcement, but you know, I think that would be as about as wishful thinking as Final Fantasy 16 showing up there too. You yep. know, yep, I agree. Just, just to say, as much know, as that um, pains me, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's been paining you all year, bro. It has been, man. I took a swing for the fence. I took a swing, <laughs> swing for the fence, and the pitcher didn't even wind up yet. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I feel like it's going to be more towards the um. Oh, what was I going to say? Definitely towards third party, and maybe some tech stuff. You know, maybe we'll get more on the. The um, the NVMe um, listings, or maybe a finalization of it, uh, some form of updates. Maybe you know, it sounds like this is just going to be like a pre-announcement to the VGAs. You know, mm-hmm. kind of getting the last uh, minute details in, and then we'll get the rest of the um, the announcements, the big stuff at the VGA awards. So at that point in time, I definitely would say we probably may hear something about Final Fantasy 16. Then, um, other than that. I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of going into this one just, you know, if, if I'm able to be on for it, kind of just like with an open mind just to see what they're just going to do, you know? So I'm not, I'm not, ex- I'm not expecting a huge hype. Same here. I'm not expecting a fall. I'm just expecting like, kind of like a press conference release type of thing, you know? And maybe if I get like a little, ooh, or ah, you know, it's going you know, to be one of those just those. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the thing is that most of the, when it's a state of play, it's always been, it's been good. It hasn't been amazing. It's always been good though. Like to see, Horizon Forbidden West and see what that's about. The sea, oh, um, I, I, was it a Deathloop state of plays that they had, or was it a different? I mean, Deathloop's been everywhere, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was it. But it's just like they showed some several different state of plays this year, and they've all been pretty entertaining I for the most part. I think it was a Deathloop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a question for you uh, before uh, we're going over to the next story. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see PlayStation VR two? I've been hearing about it. I mean, that feels like it would also be a VGA announcement. You think so? Because, well, because VR is definitely starting to come forward a lot. Although I know, I think I've heard of some issues with Oculus recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not been something I can confirm. I just have heard some on and off things, but I feel like a VR two would be a big announcement, especially with how well the PS five is going with like its capabilities graphics, you know, load times and everything. I feel like a VR2, especially if anyone's played on um, the older VRs, you know, for the system. I I myself have never played on those because I didn't like how the setup was. I feel like they've probably got enough to where they've advanced it to where I might look into it this time, depending upon what people say. Um, but I... T- I, if they do anything, it'd probably just maybe be an announcement saying that they're working on it, you know? That's something that they're playing with. You know, that they're... I say playing with, but, you know, 
you know, there, it's a state of play. Anyways, um, <laughs> state of play. I, see what <laughs> I mean, you gotta make sure it works. I mean, so how it's better to work it than play it? Like, exactly. Get off my server, Bobby. I'm testing the VR two. Shut up, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> do you think that um, we'll see that uh, Grand Theft Auto trilogy collection that they recently announced again? <laughs> to be honest, they probably would maybe make a small announcement. But I don't feel like it's going to be anything huge. Yeah. It's more just like, hey, look what we're doing, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. I'm going to be like, okay, yay, moving on. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes, I see you over there laughing about VR Nineball. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the chat going, VR, ha. <laughs> soon it'll be Ready Player One. <laughs> Very soon. Uh, do you have any more commentary about the, the event that's going to be happening with PlayStation tomorrow? Um, for third party, actually, I'm kind of interested to see who they're going to announce, like in terms of third party games and all, like what they're going to show. Because um, I'm kind of with Ninepole on it. It's like I've been kind of looking more into the third party groups now because I feel like they've really they're um, because of people like you've seen people branching out from the companies and all, especially with recent events going on in certain companies, you know, in situations and aspects and, and lawsuits, mm. that there are probably people branching out and going outwards and maybe making their own games or, you know, creating out their own small groups and doing their own things. So I feel like uh, the industry has got enough talent to where there's a lot of groups coming forward able to make very good games um, that are indie-based. So I'm actually kind of curious to see what they're going to announce and what genre it's going to be in, you know, because I like to play a lot of different games, but I do have my own preferences. So, but I'm still very curious to see what they're going to do because I do like getting those um, indie games and those early access games. You know, because those a lot of times are a lot of fun, depending upon how well they're built or how well they've done the story. So, you know, that's I look at a lot of things. How well does it play out in terms of game mechanics? How is it the story wise? You know, graphics wise, it could still be pixel based and still be a fantastic game. You not, know, not so <laughs> yes, we know, hater. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just he, bougie he, when it comes to my gaming now. He he can't go old school, guys. He, I can he, if I if I was <laughs> with it. Like if it's a if it's if that style is old school and it's brought in 2021, I have a weird like my mind is just weird when it comes to that stuff. But if it was originally like back in the day and I decided to go ahead and pick and like play it now, that's just me just waiting years later to play it. So yeah. <laughs> and there's people who are like that. I understand, but I can I can still stand a good top down sixteen you know sixteen uh, bit you know, pixel games. So I, I still enjoy those ones. Like I said, so long as the mechanics and story are very good. So I'm interested to see what these companies have got. And to be honest, that's just what people have been making on like I see on Steam stores and all. But what we see with third parties with the PS with PlayStation and, and uh, Xbox and all is they've got some really good 3D games coming or some games that based on 3D modeling because they've had access to sites like Blender or mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Autodesk, you know, Adobe Autodesk, I think if I remember it was one of them, or uh, Maya was one of the main programs I remember. For 3D uh, yeah, modeling. yeah, I remember Maya, on, yeah. Yeah, when I was doing my, um, I used to, I have a background in 3D environment and, um, modeling, you know, unfortunately I never, could never get going with it, you know, but I still remember it. And so there's a lot that people can do nowadays with these 3D programs to make their own games or do their own stuff with their own assets and all. So I am very interested to see what they're going to do and who they're going to announce that has gotten Sony's attention, you know, for these things. Well, you know who does got Sony's attention? 
is more Horizon Forbidden West, baby. Let's go. Story number three. Before I dive into that, mm. uh, any mm. representatives of Blue Point, if you guys are listening to this or hearing this, um, reach out to me at uh, at least we try dot game at gmail.com. I'll give you all Mildewy's information so that way he can work for you guys and make some really impressive backgrounds. Um, I know my boy's talented. <laughs> He's just being modest. Um, but anyway, going on over to Horizon Forbidden West, James Gusayo. I probably butchered that, and I apologize from Game Informer. Um... We got a solid glimpse of, at Horizon Forbidden West improved combat slash exploration system dur- during Sony's state of play earlier this year. New gadgets and visual cues give Aloy an unprecedented level of freedom of, uh, to maneuver around the open world as well as being a, dr- a down humanoid as bring down humanoid and machine enemies. The second in a series of a develop, uh, developer updates a recent post in the official PlayStation blog delves into how Horizon Forbidden West various mechanics emphasize player choice like never before. This time around, lead system designer David McMullen and lead combat designer Dennis Zopfi have uh, taken to the main stage to discuss what makes Forbidden West gameplay so deep and satisfying. Now that Aloy can climb freely, swim under uh, underwater, glide with her shield wig, and grapple certain sections of the terrain, movement is more streamlined and fluid. Of course, this design choice was not made lightly. McMullen says that Guerrilla Games wanted to empower the player in a nuanced ways. Quote, our traversal uh, design decisions were always in service of increasing dynamic interactivity with you, uh, with the world around you. This could mean uh, this could be to empower the player uh, to manipulate and destroy their environment with a tool like the pull caster or grapple launching into a glide with the shield wing to set yourself up for a strike above, uh, from, from above. What excites us to most is how our mechanics, new and old, synergistically interact with each other to provide varied and dynamic approaches to any scenario and story. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm, before I even have any commentary on this, I'm going to go on over to Forbidden West. Uh, number one fan in the entire United States of America and Austria and some parts of Greenland. Mill, do we carry it? <laughs> Way to overhype me, man. <laughs> selling, a, selling a rotten potato for like gold. Jesus. <laughs> I, I do what I can. You know what I mean? You put it up and I put the spike down. <laughs> I I just can't wait for this game. Like, what they've shown us, even with what they showed at the last um, announcement with the video and all with Aloy, say, um, I've already forgotten his name, but um, just with that combat and just with the interactions and the the advancements that they've shown with the different style of weaponry or in- inclusions of old weaponry but new advances on it, it's just exciting to get to play this next step in Aloy's journey. Like, when they originally did Horizon Zero Dawn, like... I remember getting to the very end of it, and I'm like, this game has got to have a sequel. Like, just the ending of it is like, there's got to be a sequel. And now that they've done this announcement for and they've shown us this ability of what's in this game, it's going to be fantastic. I can guarantee you I'm going to be taking time off just to play this game. Like, it's scheduled to come out February 18th of 2022, and that weekend is going to be reserved. Thanks. You know, don't, don't try and call me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, I mean, call me just to see if I'm alive, but that's about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the fact that they've added in the elements of swimming underwater, gliding around, um, increased um, grapple movements around, 
free climbing, especially now. Um, I really want to know how that's going to work with it. Like, are they going to be very realistic with that free climbing? Is it going to be just full free climbing, you know? Um, or is it going to be more realistic towards, like, if you have a ledging and you can jump around to it, you know, that type of free climbing, so long as it makes sense, you know? Because um, I remember in, in Zero Dawn, like, climbing to the very tops of a tower just to get an item, just to get that power suit, to get the um, the shielding the shielding arm. Excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. To get the shielding armor in that game, which was a very good armor, but damn, just to get it, it was like a lot of searching. But that's stuff that they did. And the fact that they've increased this world and given us more to do makes me very excited to explore this world and see what they're going to put into it. To see what they're going to do. So... I really cannot wait for this. Like, like I said, from what they've shown, beautiful graphics. Gameplay that they showed looks solid. Has a good feel of being back in her in the Horizon universe. Um, new mechanics and techniques for Aloy, so definitely increasing on what they did originally, and obviously a whole brand new story. That I cannot wait to delve into, especially with the way the Horizon Zero Dawn ended. So, I am stoked. Facts. I'm right there with you, man. I'm very excited about this game. I cannot wait for it to come out. I'm very curious to see how the plot is going to be. Um, it already looked... The PlayStation event, which was just a normal stream, it wasn't even a 4K stream, mm-hmm. looked breathtaking. The only criticism that I had, which is actually opposite of what other people were talking about. I know some people were like, why does Aloy look weird? I thought she looked fine. She wasn't as feminine as she was in the first one. But again, like, put yourself in her shoes. She's in an environment where she has to be strong. Otherwise, she's going to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I think that, I don't know. I think people's criticism on how she looked is was flawed. But I saw no issues with the way she looked. I yeah, mean, I mean, I what you say makes sense all. It's like... You gotta remember, guys. This is a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna look like a femme fatale, like a like you know, just like slinky, like right like oh yeah. It's like no, like you're gonna have the muscles to like deck a guy. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. unless you're that. I mean, you. Here, one thing I can say, especially if you paid attention in um, Zero Dawn, is when you're back at the main village with Aloy, is you could kind of see a difference between the warriors and the people who just stayed at home and did like the house care and all. Like, you can definitely tell the difference between their characters. But the thing with this world is that both men and women are warriors. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have one or the other, you know. So Aloy being who she is, an adventurer, explorer, going out and doing those survival and fighting, her physique makes sense completely. 100%. Like, it, it, the, the way that they say it, it's like, oh, she needs to look a certain way. I'm like, no, she does not. Aloy is Aloy. Yeah. Uh, the only, all you need to know. The only criticism that I had was when the hair would go back and forth, it went through some stuff that it shouldn't have went through. Now, that's just me like looking really, really, really into it. But, I mean, at the end I, of the day, I'm still a video game. <laughs> I've seen... I, just from what just from what I remember from past, and like, this is 10 years old information of what I did, his hair follicles are really really hard to do most of the times now a lot now nowadays they have the capability of doing some very advanced stuff so it could have been a glitch maybe something with however it was streaming or whatnot but to be honest that's like a very very like you you're like you're criticizing it to the 
minute. It's the most ex- minute. Yeah, it's a very minute. Yeah, the most minute issue. details. Like you're like scrutinizing down to that very that micro point. But all in all, with what they've done so far, I'm I just can't wait. I can't I wait can't. either, man. I can't <laughs> wait either. And things that we didn't know that we didn't can't wait for either. But is going to be existing is a quiet place. Yeah, the movie is getting a new IP. Marcus Stewart from Game Informer says a video game is based on a video game based on their its hit horror film franchise. A uh, <laughs> a quiet place is in the works. The upcoming title comes from Saber Interactive and Illogica, and is coming sometime in 2022. So just next year. Mm. If you're familiar with the movies, they're set in a post-apocalyptic. Earth over, uh, overtaken by blind yet powerful monsters that are highly sensitive to sound. The creatures have wiped out most of the humanity viciously uh, and viciously hunt anything that generates noise. So survivors have to adapt by living in complete silence. Precautions include maintaining isolation from other humans and using sign language to communicate. A Quiet Place hit theaters in 2018 and his sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, premiered in May of this year. Both, uh, both critically acclaimed. So I have yet to actually watch a Quiet Place, but looking at this, I am kind of like we we had some speculation off stream about what this could be, and I before we even had our speculation, before that I was watching a few other streams and one that I watch all the time is kind of funny games daily KFGD, and Blessing had was under the impression that this might actually be like a uh, uh, World War Z type style game, but instead of going up there and shooting and all that stuff, you're trying to be quiet. You might have some stealth pistols, possibly. Um, you might have like knives and daggers or whatever. But he thinks that the primary purpose of the game, that how I interpreted the the primary purpose of the game is to be stealthy, is to be quiet, is to try to get by and get through the obstacles, possibly co op with your friends. Um, I can see that. Uh, I know you had a different approach there, Mildew, and if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, so I actually have two, kind of. like So thinking about it now, it's like, so the first approach I had when I originally thought of this was if anyone's ever played Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th, it's where it's like, it's pretty much just going to be a multiplayer co-op game where it's like you're being hunted by a hunter, which is one of the aliens, and your team is trying to get out and survive, so you have to be quiet. The reason it reminds me of this is because if I remember right from Dead by Daylight and from Friday the 13th, is that there's if you make sounds or noises... In a lot of those games, it tends to trigger, especially in Friday the Thirteenth. It will actually trigger um, something that the hunter can see more and can easily go after you faster with. Um, so it sounds kind of like it could go that way. Um, actually, Nineball in the chat says it sounds like Alien Isolation. Yeah. That was my second thing. Is kind of like it reminds me of now Alien Isolation, which is where you're not really fighting. Um, the aliens in this in this game it's you're pretty much just going through trying to hide from them and survive through it to get to the end point of the story that you're in which also kind of reminds me of a plague's tale as well it's just where you're doing the same thing it's like you're trying to hide and keep away from things that really could kill you that you have no strength against so your goal is mainly just to really hide and maneuver around them and get away from them or use obstacles or environments to kill them or get them away from you so I feel like it's going to be within that aspect, so I kind of agree with the kind of funny um, games that it's not going to be a game where you're like going balls to the wall, shooting them and all. It's going to be a very stealthy game 
Now, whether or not it's going to be multiplayer or have story-based, that's depending upon the company and what they decide to do. But I feel like they could go either way with this IP. I agree. And I do think that the alien isolation is a really good point out there. Um, Because, yeah, I I didn't even think about that. Um, But, yeah, it'll be be really interesting to see what they decided, uh, how they decided to style this game. And we're just going to have to wait just a little bit longer for that announcement to officially happen uh, for us to see a teaser trailer, Mm -hmm. maybe some gameplay. Um, But before we go on over story number five, you guys know how to do it. Raise energy drinks. Uh, make sure you guys are making sure you guys are getting your raise. Raise the drink. Yep, raise your drinks, raise your spirits, raise the power. Do you feel me? Um, if you guys go to Rep Sports R E P P Sports dot com, type in A L W T Gaming. You guys get fifteen uh, percent off your raise energy, your water supplements, your workout powders, the whole nine. Um, that is your raise energy drinks. Uh, yeah, like I said, they have some a lot of good flavors. I'm an advocate for them. I I get raised energy drinks almost all the time um as you guys probably saw me streaming just now i was actually just drinking sprite which is obviously not raised energy uh but definitely uh <laughs> yeah i did actually run out um but yeah some actually some uh good stuff you guys again you guys can go ahead and go to rep sports reppsports.com type in alw to game you guys can also get little shirts i got like a little uh raise energy drink coaster thing like a little yeah i guess coaster is the best way to put it uh which is wrapped up on my sprite right now uh but it's pretty delicious they got uh, a watermelon frost they got guava mango they got sour gummy worms you know what i mean if you guys like uh, uh gummy worms that's the way to go raise energy drinks raise your spirits raise the roof now just to kind of step in there a bit malachi um i'm okay letting you take the spotlight for this one but um yeah, you kind of like cut me out of the stream there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I did it. I did it for the raise energy. Drink. Okay, I want to make sure I'm not I'm like I saw that occur on the end because I'm my modding guys. I'm also modding as well. And then like I saw, I'm like, is he doing it on purpose or did he click something that got kicked out? Yeah, you know? I, I was actually I was doing a little beta test just now, as you guys can see, live live action right there for your anchor listeners. You have to go giving to, front and center. Yeah, yeah, for your anchor listeners, you guys have to go to YouTube to see what he's talking about or or come to our Twitch page. Um, but story number five. Now I'm going to give the spotlight to you there because this is a game that is near and dear to your heart there. If you don't mind reading story number five. Oh, I do believe I will, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but I did it anyways. <laughs> Kenna is going strong. Hell yeah. Marcus Stewart from Game Informer. Kenna Bridge of Spirits was released in September to largely positive reviews, including a nine out of ten from us. It has performed well in sales, so much so that according to developer Emberlabs, the game has already broken even on its development cost. game came out now, last bro- month, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, this came out <laughs> last month and it's already broken even. Yep. Damn. <laughs> in an interview with Bloomberg, Emberlabs heads Josh and Mike Greer discuss Kenna's road for development to release. To their surprise, the game has apparently sold well. And while they don't divulge specific sale numbers, they say it's already recouped its initial development costs. It's unclear how much money Ken had behind it. But this is great news for the small studio. It's hard to tell what's a huge success, said Justin Arkell. Sony's happy. I, I definitely agree Sony's happy. I'm pretty sure they saw everything with the from first day stuff and they popped a bottle of champagne and said, Happy New Year's to us, you know. Or did they but, pop a bottle of Ray's <laughs> Energy? You know what I mean? But go ahead. I digress. Plug away. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I, I'm happy for them that they've recouped the cost with the Kenna. It was such a great game. I know we had some comments about the endings points, but to be honest, it was their first IP of their own. 
I feel like they did an amazing job with it, and the fact that they've been recouping and everyone else agrees with it by buying it and keep going strong with it, I'm happy for them. Um, I hope that they will kind of go on and continue on with their thoughts on maybe putting in some DLC with like an extra ending stuff or extra content-wise that they were talking about. Um, I, th- I feel like that would definitely kind of like go pretty well with it. Maybe something kind of like along the lines I was thinking of, like if you've ever played, I'm going back to Horizon Zero Dawn, when they launched the um, the Frozen North for that one, it's pretty much um, it was launched after the game was already released fully, where you could go back and play an extra area that's in there. So maybe they'll do something with that, you know, to kind of exp- excuse me, expand a bit more on the kind of world. Maybe uh, we'll see. I know they're talking about it. there was no guarantees, but that's my hope. But all in all, good job, Ember Labs. Keep it up. Can't wait to see what else you guys come out with. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm excited about this uh, about this bit of news. Um, yeah, good job, Ember Labs. I this was a game that I was impressed with by the by the visuals alone at the PlayStation event last year. Um, playing it this year, like I knew it was going to be a smaller type game just because of thirty bucks. Um, I don't like now. Not saying it's impossible because it's very possible. Usually, when games are a lesser amount like this, like a smaller title. They don't really have DLC or a lot of DLC, um, but it would be kind of cool to see them emphasize on this and use this revenue to go ahead and make more content that can expand on it. Make that be paid DLC. I'll buy it. You know what I mean? I'll go ahead and play that. I think it was. A, I think ninety percent of what this game did was absolutely great, fantastic, amazing, and it's different than like it, it sent a different tone than when you actually played it because when we were just watching it no way would i have thought that this has like dark soul ish elements to it like this, this game was tougher than i thought it was going to be when, it, when, you, when you first jump on there in a good way um mm-hmm. so yeah so i think and now of course yeah we do have our we all went ahead and had our uh feedback about that uh, a month ago and, and i do want them to see more character development with kana and stuff like that i felt like i got more of that with the other characters outside of kana but if they bring that in DLC or something like that, like bring out a, a Kana too, like I'm, I'm all I'm all for that. Um, I'm very curious to see what the future of Ember Labs is going to be like moving forward. Oh yeah, definitely. If they can put out another IP that's in a way similar to kind of just Spirits, but has the same, but has a bit longer story to it now, mm-hmm. like something that's got more to it, more meat, more you know, definitely much more. Like I feel like they could definitely pulled off, especially with the successful of the first IP. Now, people might be saying I'm getting over to Zelda, this is the first IP and that you know maybe their next ones will be good. As long as they keep the pace, the momentum, keep, you know, the team that they had, you know, keep going with it, you know, and take as much time as they need to that they did with this one. I feel like they definitely can pull off another one. I, I agree. I whole Even if it's another smaller game. They can definitely do it. Maybe just to still keep their feet wet and keep like kind of learning and building as they go, you know. But they've got potential, guys. So they're definitely one to watch for, in my opinion, at least. One of the thing, one of the games that may have potential is something that came out of left field, which is Xbox Wu Tang RPG in the works. So <laughs> yeah, you heard that correctly, Wu Tang. James Carr from Gamespot. It has a story on here and it says Xbox is reportedly working with third party studio in to develop an action RPG with a soundtrack made by legendary hip hop group Wu Tang Clan. The four person co op action game is said to feature an anime aesthetic and would be developed by Brass Lion Entertainment. 
The report comes from the Windows Central and the GamesBeat Decides podcast, both of which independently report on, uh, reported on the upcoming project Shaolin, uh, which was included in the recent NVIDIA leak that included other information like God of War coming to PC and the GTA Trilogy Remastered. The game is reportedly to be a third-party co-op action RPG with a focus on melee combat with a campaign lasting a few dozen hours. Few dozen hours, wow. Um, where the players collect loot, like weapons and gear. It also reportedly, reportedly will receive live service updates and features end-game dungeons. So after reading that, after reading that, the interpretation of the title uh, that I got the story from is definitely different than I had a thought of. Because when I first heard of it, I was like, Wu-Tang video game. This sounds like it's going to be, um, it sounds like it's going to be very Def Jam Fight for New York-ish, um, but RPG elements. Sounded like it was going to be some GTA style. But after reading this, it sounds like it's going to be very medieval-ish, but with a rap soundtrack. That's what it sounds like it's going to be, especially with them mentioning endgame dungeons and stuff like that. And I know that's a common term for video games in the RPG element world. But um, so regardless if it's like a GTA style or not, but still like after reading this a little bit more thoroughly, I can see that it's, it looks like that that, that Wu-Tang is just going to be involved with the music portion of it. Third person co-op RPG. You know, I mean, you could definitely go that way, but I'm wondering if they're going to do something futuristic-ish, maybe? I, I don't know. I really mm -hmm. don't know, because they don't talk about the graphics or the story of it. They just say kind of like what the mechanics are going to be. You know, definitely a focus on melee combat, which could be anything from fisticuffs to swords, you know, bats, clubs, that sort of thing. Um, combat um, with a campaign, you know, where players can collect loot, like weapons and gear. Also reported will save live server updates and feature in-game dungeons, which... Inking dungeons would probably lead you back to if you've played like you know any types of MMORPGs. Yeah. In a way, you know, um, it kind of feels like that where it's like you got those raid bosses on, but like you probably could do that with something like I don't know, like some sort of like underground boss fight dungeon or something. I I, I really am shooting in the dark here, guys, <laughs> but I feel like they could go either way, and I more or less would like to know about the story me personally is like so it's definitely interesting that they're coming out with it and if they're doing the um the music for it that's going to kind of play off i feel like with a lot of the visuals graphics and the story for it because sometimes actually sometimes well a lot of times what they do is they match the stories to the music to get the mood to get the feeling and all so i'm very interested to see how they're going to do this since they announced who is going to be in charge kind of like when we have that music set so um can't wait to hear more on this to see how they go. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what that game is going to be because now I think about it, there is one game that I can think of that it might actually be Power Rangers. This could be Power Rangers. Mm, interesting. You know? They never announced who was doing the Power Rangers game, did they? They didn't. They didn't even announce what the game was going to be right now. Um, I know that there's... Uh, Leaks that it was going to be Xbox that's going to be working with them. Um, and but sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're there. good. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, it's just it's kind of funny that they say melee combat only, but I know several of the um, the Rangers have used ranged weapons. 
you know that yeah that is something so to point out for sure that's, that's like it just it's kind of funny that they say melee combat you know mm-hmm. when a lot of the power rangers depending upon the color and all have used like range weapons i know it's just focus on melee combat yeah, because they do a lot of fisticuffs, so maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe they're playing like a little, you know, wordplay on us or something. I don't know. I it's just something that I wanted to call out because I'm like I found it very odd, but I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, now, granted, that one of the things that's that is a strong word in there that kind of derails that thing is that it's an anime aesthetic. And I don't really th- think that Power Rangers is necessarily anime-ish, but um, but I don't know. We'll have to f- we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to find uh, out. I just want to since they're doing live service updates, if they are doing it like that, I want a Bill Borks crossover. Be yeah, that I'm down for it. <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> Gotta give me some big bag Bill Borks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you can have is a big bad Kratos on your PC from the 2018 version, which is story number seven. Mm-hmm. Eddie Mackick from nice. Gamespot, yes. Sony is bringing on 2018's God of War to PC, and is now and now we know what the studio is handling it. Uh, now we know what studio is handling it. A spokesperson for Sony told Ars Techni- uh, Technica that Jetpack Interactive is developing the game with the original developer Sony Santa Monica overseeing the production. Jetpack Interactive is based in Vancouver and has contributed to a number of EA games, including Plants vs Zombies, uh, Garden Warfare 2. Uh, in NBA Live 2016. Uh, the studio has also helped with engineering support for Bandai Namco's Dark Souls. So there you guys go. For anyone that is uh, that was waiting for God of War on PC, if you don't have a PlayStation, you guys are able to finally get it in next year. Um, I know that I that's actually not in here, but I know that, that that was something that I read previously that's supposed to be coming out next year. Now, and this is, this is the thing. This is the thing. I know... I'm not stupid. I understand that uh, PC gaming has is further in tech than console gaming is. I get that. One of the reasons why, though, the, why console gaming is still important is because you guys are getting the game four years later. I played it three years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just one of those things where it's like if you don't want to wait... Like, for me, I wouldn't have been... Like, I know Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to PC. It still has yet to be there. I was able to play it last year. It's just one of those... That's, that's what drives me, is what the games that I want and the and how quickly I can play them. That's that's ultimately what drives me. If it's on... If, it, if the games I want on Xbox and it's coming first on Xbox, I'm going to Xbox. If it's coming on, on Nintendo Switch and it's first on Nintendo Switch, I'm going there. If I play it on PC for... Like, it's just where the games are at, ultimately. All gaming is cool, regardless of where you play at. But it's just, it comes down to preference. And my preference just lies a lot more typically with PlayStation. And for stories like this, kind of proves it. Um, does this story do anything? I know you you played a little bit of God of War. I know you still have to beat it. But uh, uh, is there does this story do anything for you as far as a, a PC, uh, it coming to PC? I mean, it's interesting that it's coming to PC. So I can't wait to see, um, to get it on there, um, the 2018 version on there. And there's... Maybe then also as you kind of the mod community kind of takes from if they want to do if they do anything to it. So probably, um, I'm pretty sure that like I'm always kind of curious to see what they do. But I mean, it's it's just another access and get more people into it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I to be honest, I kind of feel like it's kind of becoming a common theme nowadays to see these ports to PC. You know, mm-hmm. because 
yes, a lot of people can have it on console, but then you got those who just would rather run their PC systems. So then they're going to be like, all right, after we launch it on console, after several years, then we'll just port it over to, um, over to the PC aspect. So that way, then they can get it, you know, or vice versa. Where it launches on PC first, and then they'll bring it over into console afterwards. So I, eventually, we'll get to the point where it just launches on everything. I don't know if we will, <laughs> just because at the end I'm of the day, I'm not saying now. <laughs> Or anytime soonish, but eventually, yeah, it'll I, be to the point where it launches on everything. Because eventually, like I said, we'll be Ready Player One, and you know everyone's going to be online regardless of what mm-hmm. system you're on. You know, so yeah, to be honest, it won't even be Microsoft Windows or anything. It'll just be one system ruling the world. Now, whether or not it's Windows or Apple, we'll see who wins the fight. True that. It reminds me of that South Park <clears throat> episode where they had we're talking about the PS5s versus the Xbox, and they had to split in the groups and fight. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, random tangent. <laughs> uh, story number eight: Save that money. It's not really so much. I mean, it is a story, but it's not so much of a story as it is just a PSA for us to you on some information that we kind of looked into for if you're looking and trying to get inside a fourteen forty screen uh, for your PC or. Um, some Black Friday deals that's going to be happening in Steam sales. Steve Petit from uh, GameSpot. There are three major Steam sales that still to go before 2021 wraps up. Valve typically waits until the last minute to announce Steam sale dates, which leads to those who are anxiously awaiting the avalanche of deals to rely on leaks. Parentheses, the dates almost always leaks. <laughs> in parentheses. <laughs> Uh, but we won't have to make any. <laughs> we we won't have to make any educated guesses this year, as Valve has revealed the dates for Halloween, Autumn, and Winter sales. Granted, Valve uh, push uh, published the dates on Steamworks uh, documentation page, so it wasn't exactly in plain sight. Regardless, there's an upcoming Steam sale scheduled: Halloween, which is October 28th through the November 1st; Autumn, November 24th through the 30th; and Winter, December 22nd through January 5th. Yes, that means the next Steam sale kicks off in two days. Uh, the Halloween sale... Oh, that was... Yeah, yeah, two days. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the, two days left, guys. Two I, days away. Yeah, I saw 24th, but then like I looked down like, the days are 26th. I looked back up. It says November 24th. So, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Halloween sale it will likely be loaded with horror games for cheap. So if you're looking for a spook experience to play this weekend, you should definitely check out the discounts. We'll have a roundup of the best Halloween sale deals later this week and story. That's part one of the Save That Money story that we have. Part two, uh, Alexia McLaughlin from Games Radar quotes, Black Friday 1440p monitor deals are a fantastic place to start if you're looking to pick up uh, uh, one of the best gaming monitors without breaking the bank. A strong middle ground between high fidelity graphics, uh, parentheses, a step up from 18, uh, 1080p, and parentheses, and pro- high performance combined with the best graphics card, it should be easier than ever to handle refresh rates above 120. Amazon trends to hold some of the more substantial Black Friday 1440p monitor deals, especially if last year's is an indication. Take one of our favorite gaming monitors, for instance, the Samsung Odyssey G7, which saw its historically lowest uh, ever price last year. Uh, last year's Black Friday sales event. This was reduced down to $599 from its current $799 asking price uh, as a saving of $200. New Egg was also in the running for some of the best, uh, better Black Friday 1440p monitor deals too, as a gigabyte Aris 
CV27Q was selling for $370 for $90 off its MSRP. These kind of uh, savings that you expect to make over the Black Friday and Cyber Monday period are on the more established brands, but we always say that anything can happen, so be prepared for likely details, uh, likely deals, desirable deals, and the plan ridiculous, just to be sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so there you go ahead. I was just say, yeah, definitely, um, you know, we, we're doing this also in recognition of Nine Ball, who's not here, who definitely would have given us info too. You know, he's always got the down low and the dirty on those uh, Steam sales and all. But yeah, um, cannot wait to get some Halloween games coming up. Maybe we can get uh, Malachi on some Phasmophobia finally. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, can't wait for the rest of the sales. And then in terms of the Black Friday sales, it's also a good time for anyone who's looking to build or upgrade a PC to get an extra component or something for cheap to kind of keep you up and going. And keep you on edge with the current market price because as i said you there's a lot of deals that will go out there especially nowadays guys with how hard it is to kind of find some of these components like um my bro and um tbf abyss and i we went shopping for some uh gpus recently and it was literally kind of hard to get some of them because they were just so hard out of stock so coming up here we're probably going to get some really good deals on some pretty good um pizzas out there. Nine balls coming inside go my wallet is ready. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's nice and fat and ready to go on a diet? <laughs> Heard that man. Heard yep. that. So definitely look forward to it guys. Um yeah no Amazon New Egg are definitely good two good places. I prefer New Egg personally. Um also if you guys have it in your area look up Micro Center. Um I love them too because those are two sites two groups that are very tech focused. Um, not to say Amazon's bad, but it's just because Amazon has so many different retailers on there that you could possibly be getting something that is an open box item. And that can be very finicky when you buy it. You know, it's a used item, so you don't know what they've done to it or if they were using it for bit farming, which yeah. nowadays is very realistic with the GPUs. So I definitely don't recommend open boxes for them. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, definitely some stuff. I mean, obviously, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, even Green Monday, which I think has kind of fell off a bit, but Cyber Monday, Black Friday are typically uh, steel deals. You guys would definitely want to be on the lookout for stuff like that. I might be looking at something possibly. Um, I did go ahead and get quite a few stuff uh, for quality of life in my real life, so I don't know if I will be able to splurge like I was planning to at the beginning of the year, but we shall see. Um, uh, if to- not... Yep. This year, next year, guys. Yeah, always next it comes year. around yeah. every year. Mm-hmm. New stuff, new tech, new toys. You never know what you'll find. Uh, a, a few quick little things to look up. Uh, I know right here is something that I actually am interested in, which I want to bring up to you guys, that Payday 3 is being worked on, but won't be out anytime soon. Hey, Kai. Hey. Hey. You want to say hi to the people? He's say, got a say hi. Up. There's the rising star. Say hi. What's up, guy? You okay? He's like, um, <laughs> He's I'm like, on the spot this? now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Payday <laughs> Three is being worked on again, but won't be easily out soon. Um, James O'Connor is the one that writes up that story. Uh, I'm not going to read that story, but you guys can go to Gamespot.com and take a look at that. And then also something that I thought was kind of interesting too, as well, was that. Um, was actually uh, uh, this is the first month I guess. Hey, <laughs> uh, this is the first month I guess that the PlayStation Plus games have not been leaked for November. 
So we don't know what they're going to be just yet. Um, yeah, so we'll have to kind of take a look at that and we'll have to be patient. But anyone that's currently wanting to get those next gen uh, or next gen, those plus those plus games, exactly. Um, anyone that wants to get those plus games, you guys are going to have until this Monday to get them because it restarts next week. October's already almost over. It's crazy. It's crazy. So No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You tell him, guy. Um, but yeah, that, that actually does it for us on All Things Gaming, episode 70, 2021. Uh, tomorrow, just a reminder, we are going to be um, streaming to the PlayStation event that's happening. Yeah, Exactly, yep. You tell them where to find us. No? Okay. Um, so so make sure you guys are checking us out on Twitch and YouTube. Um, the other, uh, that's going to be at 5 p.m. is when that's going to be going live. Uh, you guys can also check us out on Smite Night on uh, Thursdays, which is going to start a little earlier. Um, and then this Saturday is going to be our 9 to 5 segment. So be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, do you have any uh, closing statements there, Mildew, before we dip on out? Besides the fact that that kid's just shooting up like a bean, like a freaking weed, you know. <laughs> uh, no, just stay safe, guys. Be careful out there and enjoy gaming, you know. Um, that's what we're here for, to give you some gaming needs and all, but also to tell you, just enjoy it. Love it, relax, you know. Don't be toxic. Just live your best life and have fun. All right. Uh, well, we hope to see you guys tomorrow. Again, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when we're going to be watching that uh, PlayStation stream. We'll see what they have to offer, what news, what new games we have to look forward to. And then we hope to see, if not, we're going to see you guys on Thursday uh, and or Saturday. And if you miss all of that, we're here again next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, please make sure you guys are ch- uh, follow- following us and checking out our social media platforms such as Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of that. Just type in ALWT Gaming, which stands for At Least for Try Gaming. You guys can also go to our website, www.alwtgaming.com, um, where we have all of our social media content in one hub location. So if you forget everything I just said or if I spoke too quickly, you guys can go to www.alwtgaming.com where all of that lives um until next time everybody control alt complete peaceums <laughs>